This episode of Meet Me for Coffee is brought to you by Chatter365 at chatter365.com. This amazing app that you need for your phone. Get in touch with your community. Talk to people who speak different languages because it has an auto translate feature, which means they speak their language. You speak yours. It translates to you in between. There's no running to Google Translate anymore. Download the app right now, wherever you get your apps for your phone. I'm sitting down today on Meet Me for Coffee with the amazing Paul Reddick. You, you, you've known him because he's one of the most amazing and accomplished blues players in all of Canada. He's one of Juno as well. How's it going, Paul? It's going fine. Thanks for having me, George. Pleasure to be my, here. My pleasure. You know, checking out your music. Um, I love uh, checking out discographies and, and, and just giving it the time to listen. Um, Alive in Italia was unreal. I, I, you know what? There, there's no words to explain how I felt listening to that because I, I was listening to it when I was outside. I, I, I continued as I came inside and, and enjoyed dinner. And um, the, the feel of blues. So when you sit back and, and, and you compose a song or you jam with somebody, is, is blues in your heart or how does it happen for you? Well, I suppose it's a, for me, it's kind of an overall, I refer to it as a landscape. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really a traditional blues musician, I, but I, I play in that, that world, that emotional world that those notes create. Yeah. And you've had a, some, some decent success. You've had songs placed in uh due South, which is a Canadian uh, uh, show Dawson's Creek. And of course I am a criminal was in the Coca-Cola commercial as well. How, how does that work with publishing? Is that a different realm uh, in, in regards to, to getting uh, paid with, uh, you know, playing, performing and whatever. Is there a deal for publishing when, it, when a company like Coca-Cola comes out and says, hey, we'd like to use your song in our commercial. Do they give you like a, a front fee or how's that work? <clears throat> they did in that case. Yeah, they pay. It's a, called a licensing fee. And then uh, I guess it's the same for TV shows as well. There Sometimes TV shows you get residual payments from... Uh, this place, uh, so can yes, collect so. royalties, but uh, TV commercials don't deal with royalties. It's just a one-time thing. But so it, it varies from, you know, uh, whoever happens to like it. I've had a, you know quite a few things in films and TV shows and stuff like that. And live in Italia is, is, is the record you're promoting right now. It, it's like a love letter to Italy and your friends. You say. <laughs> it, how did, how did you come up with that title? Well, you know, it sort of refers to uh, that we sort of feel like we come to life when we're there. You know, it's like there's something very special about being there. I play with a band of guys called the Gamblers, who are uh, in northern Italy, a, a, a town called Chiavari. And they've been working with me as a backup band for 10 or 15 years, I guess. And... Uh, so you travel, you travel to Europe and perform as well. And these guys are your band over there. That's right. Yeah. And I produced a record for them of their own material and uh, they've just become like family, you know, they're like my really good friends. And I was over there with a couple of guys from, from Canada, uh, musicians from Steve Mariner and Tony D who have a band called monkey junk. They've won two Junos. Wow. Because I, 
wrote some of the songs for them is why they won. Uh, the friends you must have uh, for writing amazing songs, sir. Yeah, this, the Italian guys are super, just beautiful, and being there is really nice. So, you know, part of making the reason making this record, and this is, you know, is a COVID record, so, you know, it's a funny one. Uh, we had recorded a show last November in Italy, just so we might hopefully be able to use as a recording and it turned out to be pretty good. So we mixed it and, and uh, the label Stony Plain and True North agreed to, to put it out digitally. And then I did some hard copies myself. So all of a sudden I've got this beautiful record and I'm hoping that it'll, we can take the money from that to help go back to Italy and visit our friends and play. And perhaps put out another couple new material uh, content and stuff too, right? Yeah, I'm working on making a new, an, another new record. I try to make a record of original material. I write all my songs. The live and Italian record, kind of, uh, because... Do you speak we, Italian as well? No, just, well, enough to uh, buy a coffee or tell someone they're beautiful. But uh, no, they, they like to speak English, so I've, uh, I'm lazy. And the food that you must have when you go over there must be unreal. It's unreal. We, the, the the guys in the band cook and we cook and we go out for food. It's the, every moment there is, is a privilege and a luxury and, and a celebration of coolness and, you know, beauty. And it's just relentless. Can, can you believe the scenery they have over in Europe compared to what we have here in Toronto? I mean, it, it's, it's obviously a different type of scenery or an environment, but the unreal views you have in Italy, sir, to be able to find inspiration must be unbelievable. It's just endlessly spectacular. You know, they, we recorded this in the Northern part of Italy in the sort of the foothills of the Alps and you know everywhere you turn everything the the it's like a you know a beautiful woman there the tips of their fingers are beautiful and in italy like the the chair legs are beautiful the ground is beautiful the stone walkway is fantastic and all the buildings are you know painted in this sort of beautiful color scheme of gold and terracotta and it's nostalgic it sets the mood right and that's what you want you know when you try and get the blues out you want to have that inspiration when you walk down the street whether it's you know the the beautiful um infrastructure the way the the vatican's design inside um all that stuff plays a factor um just so unreal to go write a record and, and produce it in with a different influence other than the North American influence in, in you, like going and finding that influence across the world. Is that the first time you actually did something like that? Well, I produced a record for these, these same Italian guys. They're called the gamblers is the name of their band. Um, that was probably about five years ago. I, I went over there and they wanted to make a record, but it was similar to one that I'd released prior to that. And I went there and that was a very interesting specifically creative process as well, dealing with how they wanted to write songs, how they expressed themselves and that they wanted to sing them in English. So I, I, I wrote a lot of the lyrics and helped them with the, with the process, but it did inspire. I mean, the, well, our, the depth of our friendship and just sharing music. And it's such a privilege to, 
to share music with people from other so far away you know it's one of those reminders that wherever you go you can find people who may become your best friends or your lover or your wife you know like it's it's a people are people everywhere are you going to tell me a love story now or i'm 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 on on, on the edge of the cliff here <laughs> oh i i i, I I just meant it in, you know, wherever you go, you can find music that, that, that I think, I think that's the perfect statement there. You can find music, you can find inspiration. You can find some damn good food that you've never tasted. Uh, <laughs> you can explore your taste buds. You can get drunk as a skunk off something you've never tasted as well. Um, you're, you're a resident performer in a, in a, a joint in the Danforth in Toronto. Let's, let's talk about that place. Like how did that happen? Well, I live close by. Uh, I live just north of Danforth in the east end of Toronto on a street called Greenwood. Okay. And, uh, there was a bar uh, nearby called The Only Cafe that I used to write at. I liked the little tables with lamps, and I would write a lot of my lyrics there. And then the one of the, the bartenders, a woman named Michelle, and her husband who builds bars, built this place called Sauce, which at that time on Danforth was a bit of a wasteland. You know, it wasn't very gentrified. And they opened up this little place, and it's very New Orleans-y themed. So I eventually did a gig there, and uh, uh, we were playing, and Michelle said, you know, you guys are a little bit loud for the size of the room. It's a very small place. It's a very beautiful red room. So we began to play very quietly, and it was a real revelation for me as a singer and for all of us as musicians. And so we continued to play there every Wednesday night. Still, and, during the COVID uh, time or no? No, 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 no. You know, everything was shut down, but we've started again. We played oh. there five weeks ago, and we're playing there on Tuesday in, in two days from now. Or, oh, right, no, no. We went there from two days from now. And uh, it's, you know, with all the, the, the stage three protocols, but this club uh, has had a... It, it's had an effect on the music and I, I've really done the, some of my best work of my entire life at this little place. It's, it's just a phenomenon. Well, if you ever want to collaborate with Paul Reddick, head on down to the Danforth at uh, the place called the sauce, right? Yep, sauce on Danforth. That's awesome. A lot of Greeks on the Danforth. I'm Greek. So I, I've been there numerous times. Um, you, you ever frequent that town, uh, the Greek town area? Oh yeah. And well, I'm just west, east of Greektown, and right around here now where I am, it's and where Sauces is, is kind of Ethiopia town and Eritrea and uh, this Moroccan and, and Algerian. And then just south of, of me on Greenwood is Little India. So I live in a combination of culture and, and culture. influence. So, so what do you like about Toronto? What, what has kept you there? Well, I think that I'm able to play, have a lot of great musicians around me that I can play with whenever I, I need to. And uh, I, I love the, today I was down on the waterfront because I'm a bit of a bird watcher and the, the fall migration is happening now. So I, I go down to the parks in the East End in particular, which is where I live. There are beautiful parks. I go down by the lake and then, you know, just the, the bike trails and things I ride around. And culturally, you know, from the multicultural aspect to the culture of young pe people, entrepreneurs creating cool 
hipster coffee shops and all that stuff. I like, I love it. I love coffee shops. How do you take your coffee? I take it with cream, but I roast my own coffee in my oven and I, I make it at home. Oh, that's what you get with a blues artist. He tells you something you've never heard before. That's, that's unreal. Um, so how'd you come about uh, roasting your own coffee? Well, during the, the lockdown, you know, it was hard to buy. Yeah, we're buying everything online. And there's a place in Toronto called Merchants of Green Coffee. And I was on their website choosing bags of coffee for curbside pickup. And it mentioned that to roast coffee is essentially making popcorn. You just put some green coffee beans, which you can buy in a cake tin and cook them at 450 for 10 minutes and they're done. Then you grind them and it's so good. So now I, I buy the green beans at various places and they're cheaper too. You do the, the uh, French press at all? No, I, I use it. I do sometimes, but I have a cone, paper cone filter, you know, and, oh. and, you, and you also, I, I discovered that you, and I have a hand grinder, an old Turkish hand grinder. I actually hook it up to my cordless drill to hurry it up, but you know, but I, uh, you, 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 you use a ratio of one gram of coffee to 15 grams of water. So oh, wow. And it's mixed, very consistent. I write, you know, it's, it's, it's geeky and I just sort of discovered it, but I want to have a coffee now. It is a, like I'm drinking champagne. It's, it's a cognac. It's really good. Uh, and how, how many cups do you have a day? Two. Two. Two strong cups. They're pretty strong. But yeah, pretty- I had almost a pot to myself today, and I was like off the wall. I have two perfect cups of coffee. You know, I mean, perfect it, cups. It's just sort of funny. It just happened. How, how does somebody uh, reach out to you, or, or are your records available on vinyl at all? Yeah, I have one on vinyl. The the uh, one called Ride the One, the one the Juno. It's on vinyl, and I have some in my distribution warehouse, which is beside my couch <clears throat> in a box. Hey, you know what? Like, you know, distribution web uh, warehouses, they vary in size. They vary in location. You know, this, this place is a distribution warehouse. I'm sure I know I want to get rid of some clutter as well. So if anybody wants to come on down here and take it out, uh, but these records would sound so good on vinyl. And I, I got to pick one up because uh, I, I listened to them on my phone and it's like, you know, this doesn't do justice. Uh, the vinyl feel, the blues feel. I'm going to put out some more. I'm going to, re-release a record that I made 20 years ago called Rattlebag, which uh, I'm going to put it out on vinyl to celebrate its anniversary. But I've got, since that, I've done, you know, five or six records. All of them produced very well. I had two great producers, Colin Linden, who's sort of a legendary Canadian musician, and a guy, Colin Cripps, two Collins. Colin Cripps plays it in Blue Rodeo. So they love great sounding recordings. So I'm, I'm excited to, I love hearing this ride the one on vinyl. And, and it'll be as smooth as those two perfect cups of coffee you have every morning, right? <laughs> A life of luxury. Paul, I'm really happy. We finally did this. Um, you know, talking to a, a guy who is from Canada, lives in Canada. Um, he's an amazing blues artist. He'll give you the blues. He might make you cry, but he's more into the blues making uh, music kind of thing. Um, what's your website? How do people go and purchase your records and support you at this time? Uh, I have, it's paulreddick.ca. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're on Facebook, of course. 
I'm on Facebook. You can get in touch with him on Facebook and uh, you can check him out at the sauce in downtown. uh, Well, the Danforth in Toronto um, on, on, is it Wednesday nights? Wednesday nights. Thanks again, man. This is, uh, this has been amazing. It's been a privilege to talk to you. Juno award-winning artist, Paul Reddick on meet me for coffee. He loves coffee. He knows how to make coffee and he's an amazing artist at that. Take care. You take it easy. Nice to meet you. All the best.